Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome back to Monster Movie Fun Time Go and 31 Days of Horror. Day number 27. With me again is my friend, buddy, Fazio. Welcome back to the show again, buddy. What's up, Precious D? Today... We're going to talk about the direct-to-video 2005 movie, The Batman versus Dracula. Yes, yes. This is is a part of or a spinoff of The Batman TV show that I believe was on Cartoon Network. That was the one that came along after Batman the Animated Series? Yes, yes, it was after. And I believe this uh, was still on the air when this came out. So it was sort of part of the series, but presented as a standalone movie. But I think there was some times when they showed it like cut up into episodes to, you know, plug into the run of the show as well. Uh, I don't have it's 84 minutes and it's in color, of course, as I said, 2005. I don't have a budget or a box office because it was direct to video. It stars Reno Romano as Bruce Wayne slash the Batman, Peter Stormare as Count Dracula, whom we talked about quite a bit in the first of this series of 31 Days of Horror, the uh, Day Shift episode. Tara Strong as Vicky Vale. Tara Strong does a lot of voice work, cartoon work. Tom Kenny as Oswald Cobblepot slash the Penguin. Tom Kenny is an actor and comedian, but he's best known as the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. Kevin Michael Richardson as the Joker. Alistair Duncan as Alfred Pennyworth. Those, that's the main cast there. Buddy, had you ever seen this one before? No, I. this was the first time I've seen it. I was actually pleasantly surprised. I'm not going to say it was fantastic, but it was better than I expected going in. It was a little uh, bloodier than I expected. Lots of times in these sort of kid vampire movies, there's never any blood shown. That's actually what I was expecting. Was more Sometimes there's not even blood mentioned. Yeah. I was expecting it to be more kitty, and that's yeah. one of the things I'm happier about. I had this on DVD when it first came out, and uh, it was, I believe, given to me as a present, and it came with a Dracula figure, and it might have also come with a batman figure i can't remember i think so that'd be pretty cool so yeah (laughs) so uh the idea of batman fighting dracula had uh had come up before well (laughs) so there's an andy warhol short film an unofficial andy warhol film called uh unofficial batman film by andy warhol called batman fights dracula I didn't know that. Wow, that's a cool piece of trivia. Did I say Andy Warhol? Not Andy Warhol. You did. <laughs> he did. There. Okay, so there's two. There's a, sorry, there's a 67 Filipino superhero film called Batman Fights Dracula. 
And then there is an Andy Warhol experimental film called Batman Dracula from 64, which I'm not sure if that's also Batman fighting Dracula or if it's Batman being Dracula, but neither of those were officially sanctioned movies. I think you can get away with stuff that you can't now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was only shown at like Warhol art exhibits and it was thought lost until um, recently some clips of it were shown at a, in a documentary. So, uh, And then there was a comic book called uh, an Elseworlds comic, Batman and Dracula Red Rain or Batman's fighting Dracula. But it seems like a natural, you know, with the whole bat motif. Yeah, yeah. A natural thing to happen. Though Dracula tended to show up in Marvel Comics more than DC Comics. Anyway, uh, let's get into the summary of this movie from uh, Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. The Joker and the Penguin break out of Arkham. So there's a guy in there who's trying to make a deal with the Penguin to help him escape. I'll tell you where this loot is that I hid if you'll help me escape. And the penguin's thinking about it. And then the guy mentions that he talked about somebody else with it, but he, but he didn't, uh, he talked to somebody else about it, but he didn't seem interested. And he's like, who did you talk to? Like, Well, you know, the only guy that's escaped from here more than you have. And he's like, what you idiot? <laughs> you talked to you the right? Joker about it. And then uh, all hell breaks loose as the Joker decides to escape and everybody escapes. Uh, so, but they both break out and they race to find a stash of stolen money hidden in a crypt at Gotham Cemetery. <laughs> he said the crypt with but, the big cross of the north and south. Yes. Yeah. When the penguin gets there, he's looking around and they all have crosses. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joker is quickly intercepted by Batman and is electrocuted when he falls into a river by his supercharged joy buzzers. Penguin enters the cemetery while searching through a crypt. Penguin accidentally cuts his hand while using his umbrella sword to open a coffin he hopes contains the money, finding a body instead. Blood from his hand drips onto the corpse's heart, which brings it to life. It is none other than the Vampire King Dracula! His body having been moved from Transylvania to Gotham City after his death. Okay. (laughs) Penguin is spared from being bitten thanks to a Watchman, whom Dracula bites instead. Once the Watchman revives as a vampire, Dracula, Dracula hypnotizes Penguin into serving him as his daytime sentinel. So in this version, the rules are anybody he bites turns into a vampire. Yes. The, and I, I can't, oh, does I anybody have... they bite also turn into a vampire? I think unless he sucks them dry, because he did say... He wasn't killing. He was building an army. Right. This just seems like a mistake. This seems like a big mistake. Yeah. (laughs) And it is true. All these people are restored. I mean, it is, it is, even though there's all this blood, it is a kid's cartoon. So you're right. He bites them, but he doesn't drain them dry all the way. So they don't ever actually die. Right. They just become his thralls. One night, Batman witnesses a vampire attack but decides to put the incident at the back of his mind and his Bruce Wayne proceeds to host the corporate party at his manor. Is it a corporate party or a charity party? It was a charity party. Dracula, yeah. Dracula arrives disguised as cultural anthropologist <sighs> Dr. Alucard. <laughs> God damn it. This, this, uh, <laughs> claiming to be visiting to study the Batman, 
believing his legacy influenced Batman's existence and takes an interest in Vicki Vale, a reporter who is interviewing and dating Bruce Wayne. Okay, I just wanted to finish that sentence before I go on this tangent. This reversing his name shit <laughs> is just it's been so done. old. So stupid. I believe, I can't, I haven't verified it, but I think it first happens in Son of Dracula from 1943. Ah. But I've just seen it over and over and over again. I know. Something I was watching, oh, the one, the one we were first going to do and then didn't do, Dracula 1973, 72. There's a guy calling himself Johnny Alucard in it, who's a <laughs> disciple. There's a Dracula TV show where he's, you know, CEO of Alucard Industries or some shit. It's just, it's just so been done. It's At so been done. And it did it better. At least Scrubs did it better. <laughs> did they, they did Dr. Acula. <laughs> Dr. Acula. Ugh. <laughs> uh, after failing to bite Bruce to quench his thirst, Dracula bites a waiter instead. The new vampire scares Bruce's butler, Alfred. Bruce immediately deduces Alucard is Dracula, but first he's got to grab a woman's lipstick, write it backwards on a silver <laughs> serving tray, and hold it up to the mirror. I guess if you were a kid watching this movie and you hadn't already seen this a dozen times, that might... Of course, it's in the title of the movie, so it's not like it's a surprise to the audience. It would have even been worse if he made the bat computer do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, in that other movie I mentioned, he the guy has written out Dracula, and then he's written out Alucard, and then he's connecting the letters with lines to oh, make wow. sure that they line up. Oh, yeah. just uh, It's terrible. Uh, anyway, he deduces that he's Dracula and the disappearance of Gotham citizens who have been dubbed the Lost Ones by the media are because they are being turned into vampires. Due to eyewitnesses claiming to see bat-like figures during the attacks, it is mistakenly reported Batman is the culprit. Of course it is. When Batman goes to Gotham Cemetery to look for Dracula's nest, he's chased down by a SWAT unit, all of whose members are taken by Dracula as they chase him back into the city. During a fight with Batman, Dracula offers to let him join his conquest of Gotham. Batman refuses, because of course he does. Just as Dracula has the Batman at his mercy, the sun rises and Dracula is forced to retreat, vowing to kill Batman for rejecting his offer. Now, buddy, if you're Dracula, aren't you going to have, aren't you going to always know what time it is yeah. and what time sunrise? You're going to have a little diary or if you're a modern Dracula, it's going to be an alarm on your cell phone. You're going to have a thing knowing when sun up and sundown is every day. And you're going to have a watch or something on you at all times so you don't ever get caught by surprise like this. Right. Definitely. But not this one. Not this Dracula. No. He's a dumb you know, They had to have this story. They had to have him tempted. It's the, uh, it's the Jesus and Satan myth. <laughs> or from okay. It's, it's, takes, he takes Batman up to the tower where he can see all of Gotham below him. All of this can be yours if you join me. Yeah. Absolutely. I see. Wow. It, it's it's a retelling of another myth is what it is. I mean, Okay, I, there you go. So that's that's the way I look at it. So Okay. <laughs> All right, some deep interpretation there. Yeah. At the cemetery, Joker appears alive and well and confronts Penguin. He asks where the treasure is, thinking Penguin has already found it, chasing him into Dracula's tomb. However, despite Penguin's warning not to open Dracula's coffin, Joker ends up breakfast in bed, freshly squeezed for Dracula. 
much to Penguin's horror. Joker attacks a blood bank, leading to his capture by Batman. While Batman attempts to concoct an antidote from the Joker's infected cellular structure, Alfred discovers that Dracula once had a vampire bride, Carmilla Karnstein, who was killed by sunlight. That is the character from the novella Carmilla. Uh, however, during his research, Bruce stands up uh, an understanding Vicky. Oh, Bruce stands up an understanding Vicky, who Dracula soon kidnaps. Yeah, he was supposed to have a date with Vicky Vale, and he just didn't show up. Yeah. Boy, Alfred's kind of thirsty for Vicky in this movie. <laughs> yeah. he, call, he calls her like the, the lovely Miss Vale and the stunning Miss Vale or something. I don't know. A couple of different things he calls her. Right, right. That indicate he thinks she's pretty hot. Well, it's kind of always been that way, I think. I mean, they, I think they established that in the comics. He really wants to see the two of them together. And so he, So he's, he's just trying to talk her up. It's not that he's not it's not that he's into her, it's that he's just trying to talk her up. He's just okay. trying to talk her up with Bruce. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Finally, the Batman cures the Joker of his vampirism and ascertains the location of Dracula's lair in Gotham Cemetery before returning him to Arkham. He then proceeds to mass-produce the vaccine. I thought maybe a more interesting story would have been to focus on the Joker being a vampire. I did, too. Actually, that's funny you said that. I did, too. Yeah, because what's worse than the Joker? Pretty bad. I mean, that's... That's a badass concept right there. And yeah. it didn't get a whole lot done with it. But him as a vampire was, was, I mean, that could be really cool. Yeah. One thing about the animation, I'll tell you about the, the animation. One of the things I, I noticed that kind of bothered me, but I mean, they couldn't have done anything about it because they'd already established the Joker and the Penguin's look, I guess, in the series. But yeah. to me, the Penguin looked a lot more like the Mad Hatter. He didn't really look like the penguin to me. He looked like oh, a meek guy. Yeah. Well, they made the, his hat really big, yeah. Yeah. And then the Joker, with the red eyes at, at the beginning, he looked supernatural from the start. Uh-huh. And, you know, they couldn't have done, like I said, it was already established in the cartoon, but they, they couldn't have done anything with it. But I sure would have loved to have seen him with regular eyes and see them uh-huh. go red uh-huh. rather than red eyes and see them go greenish-blue. It just would have been a, a better effect for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this this Joker also has crazy green dreadlocks. Yes, yes he does. But that's, yeah, that's his design on the Batman show. Yeah. I, I will say it is one of the best Joker voices other than Mark Hamill that I have ever heard. It um, does seem that this guy is very influenced by Mark Hamill, though. Yes, it does seem he's very influenced by him. There's no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, because that, to me, is the best animated Joker. Others yeah. that I've heard, I have not liked nearly as much. No. So, 
if it's an homage or if Mark Hamill just wasn't available or something like that, it was really, really good. It's a whole different production team and a whole different design look and voice voice uh, cast yeah, than Batman the Animated Series. I don't like the I don't I don't like the Bruce Wayne voice much. I don't I, like his look. His face looks like, really pushed in. Yeah, it looks I, like he's been punched in the nose. He looks like he's from Jersey. Is what he <laughs> looks like. He looks like he's from Jersey. Like he, like he was a member of the cast of what was that show? Jersey Shore. Yeah, looked like he was a member of the cast of Jersey Shore when he's Bruce Wayne. Oh man. That was my opinion. Moving on now, Dracula attempts to sacrifice Vicky's soul to reanimate Carmilla. Upon learning Vicky has been kidnapped, Batman rushes to Dracula's lair with his anti-vampirism vaccine and an arsenal of weapons, defeating and curing all of the lost ones that attack him in the catacombs beneath Gotham Cemetery. When they fight earlier, Batman's uh, Alfred has silvered all of Batman's weapons for him, but he just can't hit Dracula with them. Dracula's just yep. too fast. Yes, yes. But then he shows up for this fight with just vials of anti-vampirism vaccine strapped all over him. Just yeah. a bunch of syringes. Batman then frees Vicky, disrupting the reanimation ritual. Dracula sends the Penguin to recapture Vicky while he fights Batman, who lures Dracula into the Batcave, where Batman would have the advantage over the vampire. In an attempt to aid his master, Alfred injects Dracula with the anti-vampirism vaccine, but it cannot cure a natural vampire. I don't know what the hell that means. When Dracula resumes his pursuit, Batman incinerates him with his prototype solar energy storing machine by striking him with the sunlight stored within, reducing Dracula to a pile of ashes and bones with his remains secured by Alfred. This also frees the Penguin from his control, who, while chasing Vicky, finally finds the hidden treasure that caused all the trouble in the first place. Sadly, he is arrested and blamed for Dracula's kidnappings, causing the media to think he was forcing people to find the treasure. Batman is cleared of all charges, and he resumes protecting Gotham. What? Batman cleared of all charges? That never happens. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep, it'll be fine. Batman, Batman mistaken as the bad guy? So, <laughs> so buddy, what what'd you think? Uh, that was a really good movie. I, I thought it was fun. I liked that they handled Dracula in a serious manner, not some kid's version of him. Um, like I said, we already talked about the animation, but like I, like I said, it was an established series. They couldn't change it. Yeah. The one thing, the sunlight thing, broadcast at pretty much maybe in the first 10, 20 minutes of the movie. I mean, they talk about the sunlight collector. So you know that's going to be used by the end on Dracula. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Chekhov's sunlight collector. Yeah. We got a sunlight collector here, and we're fighting Dracula. Hmm, what do these things have in common? So anyway, yeah, it, it was broadcast, but it was still fun. I like most of the voice acting uh, a whole lot. It was done better than I thought it would be. That's and, and I, I can say I did enjoy watching it. So how many pumpkins are you gonna get it give it out of five? I wanna hear yours first this time. What's yours? Oh, uh, I'm I'm giving it three. It was okay. That's exactly what I'm giving it. Three. It was watchable, it was entertaining. Yeah. It's very stylized. The mood is, is pretty good. It's much bloodier than you'd expect from a Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, and I enjoyed it, but uh, remember, there's there's no longer Saturday morning cartoons. They're all on on 
Cartoon Networks and stuff, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They don't get the, they don't get the joy we got running to the TV on Saturday morning. That's true. It was on Cartoon Network's Toonami uh, when yeah. it first came out. I'm not sure what time or day that was on, though. So there you go. All right, it's a couple of threes from us. As I said, if you want to watch it, it's on HBO Max. By the way, I, I highly recommend the webcast. I listened to you most of the way home from San Antonio the other night. I listened to the episode where Honey Bee did the uh, Jeepers Creepers. Uh-huh. Really, really good stuff. I recommend everyone, if you haven't seen, listen to that one. You listen to all of them. They're all good. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. So, folks, you can watch it on HBO Max if you haven't seen it. Uh, stick with us for the rest of the week as we head towards Halloween and our final episode, Halloween Ends. Ah. Final episode of 31 Days of Horror, not final episode of the podcast. <laughs> Until then, I have been Precious D. Buddy has been assisting me. Remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements. Whatever you do, do not misuse science. I will not see you, but you will hear me next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. I want to miss you, science, though.